it can be something like that. We'll I'm just, just curious what you're thinking. Hello, Talk and Fight fans. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of a special episode on boxing and the Olympics, featuring yours truly and Christian from the Friday Night Panel. And today, today, I believe you have Canada in your crosshairs. Oh, well, yeah, it was a good time. We talked a little bit about the hometown crowd and uh, specifically about uh, Canadian boxing and our medals over the years. Uh, we'd, uh, we brushed a little bit over the, the top 10 uh, countries for medal holders, and we're not quite there just yet. We've got a few, uh, few more medals to go before we crack that list. But I thought it was worth uh, taking a look into today. So I thought we'll jump right in here today. Talk a little bit about Canada's Olympic history, obviously pre-Tokyo. A lot of today's information is coming directly from Canada's Olympic site, Olympic.ca. Uh, so Canada has a rich history of success that dates back to Antwerp in 1920, where Canadian athletes walked away with five medals. Welterweight Albert Schneider won gold, uh, bantamweight uh, Cliff Graham, as well as middleweight Art Prudhomme each took home silver uh, medals. Lightweight Clarence Newton and a middleweight Mo Herskovich each won a bronze in Antwerp in 1920. So that was the first of four games in which Canada would win multiple boxing medals, later doing so in Los Angeles in 1984, we took home three, Seoul in 88, another three, and uh, Barcelona in 92 with two. The next time Canada won a gold medal was at Los Angeles in 1932, and that was courtesy of bantamweight Horace Lefty Gwynn. Uh, it would be 52 years before Canada won another uh, boxing medal when uh, boxing heavyweight Willie DeWitt, as well as uh, light middleweight Sean O'Sullivan, won silver, the latter in a controversial loss to the American uh, Frank Tate, as well as, I'm uh, sorry, bantamweight Dale Walters won a bronze in that year. One of Canada's most recognizable athletes uh, is going to be super heavyweight Lennox Lewis, who uh, won gold at the Seoul 1988 Olympics, uh, which included a defeat of uh, the American Riddick Bowe. Canada's most recent boxing medal was a silver by heavyweight David Diffiagbaum at uh, Atlanta in 96. Mary Spencer became the first Canadian woman to compete in Olympic boxing uh, when uh, the event was added to the program in London 2012. However, she did fail the podium. We will, of course, be looking forward to adding some of those podium appearances uh, in the women's column as we move forward in time, of course. But let's take a look at the overall timeline uh, for Canada We've already mentioned uh, a few of these, in, including our, our medalists from 1920 in Antwerp. But the Canadians actually were having a pretty solid run right up until 1932 in L.A. So after Antwerp, uh, welterweight Douglas Lewis brought home bronze from Paris in 1924. Welterweight uh, Raymond Smiley, uh, bronze again, 1928 in Amsterdam. Bantamweight, Horace Lefty Gwynn, again, uh, gold in the 1932 uh, Los Angeles games. Now this brings us into that 19, that 52 uh, year drought where we failed to secure any podiums or nine Olympics, depending on how you're scoring this, bearing in mind, of course, that the Olympics were not held during the Second World War. It wasn't until the games were once again held in the City of Angels that Canada would again see a podium in 1984. Uh, that would be a light middleweight Sean O'Sullivan with a silver medal. That same year, heavyweight Willie DeWitt as well, uh, we also had uh, bantamweight uh, Dale Walters with a bronze at that 1984 Olympics. That's firmly to end our losing streak. Uh, the following year, uh, following Olympics, sorry, not year after that, super heavyweight Lennox Lewis once again took home gold in 88, securing our first gold medal since 1932. Uh, same Olympics, uh, middleweight Egerton Marcus took home silver 
and light middleweight Raymond Downey brought home uh, a bronze medal from Seoul as well. Moving forward into the 90s, uh, we were still going strong. Middleweight Chris Johnson, bronze uh, in 1992 in Barcelona. Light uh, welterweight Mark Leduc also brought home uh, silver in Barcelona. Heavyweight David uh, Diffiagbon, once again, uh, silver in 1996 in Atlanta. Sadly, this is for the present kind of where our story ends as we've uh, missed the podium at Sydney, Athens, Beijing, and London to date. So uh, fingers crossed that we're not, you know, just halfway through another 50-year drought as we're coming up on 25 years here, or that we don't have to wait for the Olympics to return to Atlanta before uh, we see another medal in, uh, in boxing. Fingers crossed. Uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, it's, it's, you know, our program is top-notch. Uh, I can't understand why we're not getting to the podium. I know it's kind of like uh, Canadian soccer, where we're often beaten by Honduras or some other incredibly smaller country. I, I can't figure that out. Uh, but when it comes to boxing, we have a, a premier program, and we should do well. We should we should be able to compete, and we should be able to reach the podium. Um, I agree with a country with 40 million people. We should be able to find 11 who can kick a ball. <laughs> we haven't yet. Um, yeah, we do. Uh, the high performance program, and we've covered that, uh, I think, beginning of last week. Uh, we talked a little bit about the high performance program and what it takes to get into that and, you know, what that entails, you know, 40 hours a week, uh, you know, minimum commitment. So it's a full time job. And uh, these guys are getting world class training and nutritionists, everything. It is a little surprising that it's been a while, again, 25 years since a podium, as old as it makes me feel to say the words 1996 was 25 years ago. Hmm. Uh, it's been a long time since we've seen a podium, but uh, it's not the first time we've seen a drought. So I keep I'd saying, like, crossed, we're not halfway through another one. I'd like to see that our women do well. I think Mandy Bujol has a good chance of bringing home gold. Yeah, no, we've definitely got some contenders. And like I said, I'll be looking forward to, uh, you know, adding some stats to the women's column as we move forward. Uh, but you know, so far we've only had, uh, We've only had two games so far uh, that actually included the women. So we haven't had a whole lot of uh, medals to hand out just yet. And keep in mind also limited weight classes compared to the men's categories as well. Yep. All right. It's Friday. So we've got uh, Mike Gore coming up, uh, Neil Deal, and the Friday night panel, and then the scripts. We've got a full slate of shows. Oh, yeah. I hope up. you're not sick of me yet. You've got me. We're, we're chatting again at 7 tonight. So. That's right. That's right. And uh, we've got a well-known boxer, uh, Chris Bird, on that program. So uh, we have to get prepared for that and uh, keep this episode nice and short. I'm looking, forward to, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week because uh, I really think that every, every passing day, we're getting closer to the Olympics and it's closer to someone making a hardcore announcement with respect to them taking place. I think, I think the Jap Japanese Prime Minister said last week he was going. To, he was uh, on side and was going to deliver the Olympics. Uh, we've gone well, from all, all from all official sources across the board, from everybody's, you know, international federations to, uh, you know, to the government of Japan, to the government of Tokyo, the municipal government of Tokyo, um, to the IOC. Everybody at this point in time is saying that we're, you know, full steam ahead. That this is going to happen. Yeah. It's kind of the court of public opinion where this is this is still wavering. 
And again, it's not the most popular decision right now among the actual people, the population of Tokyo. Uh, and just because, you know, it's, it's, it's a scary thought to say, yeah, we're, we're going to take all these precautions, but we are still going to be welcoming tens of thousands of people into our city, even if it's not, you know, the hundreds of thousands that you would normally get with packed stadiums. There's still a lot of moving parts coming into their city, and that's making people nervous. Mm. But from all official standpoints at this point in time, we're full steam ahead. We're going forward. We are. So I look forward to uh, hearing how other countries are preparing their athletes, in particular their boxers, next week. Uh, well, actually, I can give you a small uh, The Brits, uh, for example, are uh, the British national team are on their way to Budapest at the moment uh, to compete in a, uh, in a competition in Hungary. Cool. In an international competition in Hungary to keep uh, keep themselves sharp, seeing as the uh, the European qualifier, the second part of that was obviously canceled or to be rescheduled or relocated or whatever it is they come up with uh, for end of April, because uh, obviously that was supposed to be London, isn't anymore. So since that's been freed up to keep the team sharp and keep them moving, it was announced, I believe, uh, was that yesterday or today that they're they'll be taking uh, part in a uh, competition in Hungary this week. This, or next week now, I guess. I'll get hold of our uh, Budapest correspondent, Andrew Toth, and find out if he can give us a report next week. Oh, I'd be brilliant. I haven't chatted with Andrew in ages. All right, Christian, we'll see you in a few hours. And to all the good listenership out there. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> like, share, subscribe. See you.